Good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Friday. We have made it. We're almost to the weekend. We are so close. We are so close. Welcome to Economics and History with Attitude. I'm your substitute teacher this week, Glenn Biddle, sitting in for Joe, who's on vacation, and he must be having a great time because no one's really heard from him, so good for him. That's great. Today is going to be fun day Friday. We're going to have some serious news, but we're going to try to change up some things and have some some fun activities, just like I would do in my classroom on a Friday. So let's get started. Now, with our introduction, okay, it's Friday, and you can almost smell the weekend. And if you were watching the Peter Strzok hearings yesterday, man, he got called out on one of his texts, which read, you can almost smell the Trump support here at the Virginia Walmart. Wow. And he says there was no bias in his investigation of Trump. Are you serious? Can you believe that? And then Louis Gohmert from Texas, he pulled the pin on the grenade and blew the place up. When he asked Strzok how he looked at his wife in the eye, how he looked his wife in the eye, and to lie to her when he was cheating on his wife all the time. I'm, I'm waiting for the, the, the thug life gif on the Internet to come down, the meme, where you've got a picture of Louis Gohmert, and he's got the flat brim sideways hat, the checkerboard hat, and then the sunglasses come down on his eyes, and then the joint pops out of his mouth. I mean, he destroyed, destroyed, struck yesterday. And I, I think everybody on that committee, if you were watching it, that smirk on Strzok's face. Everybody just want to smack it right off. Unbelievable. And then the Democrats, my gosh, the, one of them said they wanted to give Strzok a, uh, a Purple Heart. And I, I, I can tell you as a veteran, and someone who served in the military, and those people have actually been wounded in combat, it's just such a slap in the face to ordinary Americans. And it's no wonder people are just really, really mad right now. Okay, now apparently his girlfriend, Lisa Page, his girlfriend uh, is going to testify today and then all this bombshell facts are coming out of, of these of these hearings, but no one's ever charged. No one's ever tried. There's no convictions. Everybody gets a plea deal. If you or I did one-tenth of what these people are into right now, we would be doing 20 to life. It, it's it's a two-tiered system here. It's, it's, the, it's the swamp, and then it's just the rest of us. It's absolutely, absolutely crazy, crazy, crazy times. Okay, uh, Sun Tzu said, uh, may you live in interesting times, and boy, do we sure we are sure there. Now we've got to get to the elephant in the room. We've got to get this dealt with right off the bat, so we can, you can enjoy your day. It is Friday the thirteenth, and just saying that freaks people out. But don't worry, because I'm going to give you some historical reasons why people are so scared of today's date. But you don't have to be. It, if you want to have bad luck on Friday the 13th, it'll you can make it like you knock your coffee over. Oh, it's Friday the 13th. Or you stub your toe. Oh, Friday the 13th. What? It's, it's mostly a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, let's take a look at the actual history back here to why Friday the 13th is such a, uh, a scary number. Okay, Why is Friday the 13th considered to be so unlucky? Well, it's part math, part history, and part pop culture. Westerners have always had an issue with the number 13, regardless of what day of the week it is. There's even a scientific name for the fear of the number, triskaidekaphobia. Experts like Thomas Fernsler, a scientist at the University of Delaware, suggest this disdain for the number is because it's positioned after 12, which is considered to be a complete number by numerologists. Think about it. There are 12 months, 12 zodiac signs, 12 gods of Olympus, 12 apostles of Jesus, and the list goes on and on. The number 13 is just beyond that perfect 12, and it makes people feel uneasy. Another likely source of the superstition is Christianity during the Middle Ages. Stuart Weiss, a professor of psychology at Connecticut College, says, 
Judas the Apostle, who betrayed Jesus, is to blame. He was the 13th guest at the Last Supper, and Jesus' crucifixion then took place on Friday, also known as Hangman's Day. As Vice puts it, it was all sort of a double whammy of 13 falling on an already nervous day. Other biblical scholars point out that Eve supposedly tempted Adam on a Friday and that Cain killed his brother Abel on Friday the 13th. Also, Philip IV of France supposedly arrested hundreds of the Knights Templar on Friday the 13th of October 1307, perpetuating the day as a dark day. Last but not least, Friday the 13th played a major role in Norse mythology. Folklore historian Donald Doffey explains an old tale where 12 gods were having a dinner party in Valhalla. When who walks in as the 13th guest? None other than Loki, the god of mischief himself. He arranges for the blind god Hoder to shoot and kill Balder, the god of joy and gladness, making it a bad, unlucky day for all. Well, and of course, we also have various other works to thank for popularizing the ancient superstition. Uh, Thomas W. Lawson's novel, Friday the 13th, helped bring the superstition to light when once again in 1907, and the Friday the 13th horror film franchise, originally titled A Long Night at Camp Blood, has kept those spooky words in the forefront of our minds since the 80s. So, there you have it. So, don't worry about Friday the 13th. Nothing bad will happen to you unless you let it happen. Okay? So, let's move on. Okay, let's take a look at the markets. Well, the markets... Everything looks pretty good today. A uh, couple dips in the road, but not too bad. Everything's up for the most part. NASDAQ is up 15.39. The S&P is up uh, five points. The Nikkei is up 409 points. Japan must be rocking today. The Hong Kong is up 44. The Shanghai was down six, and that's about it on the markets. Now we look at uh, commodities. Oil is up 32 cents. And gold is down four dollars at twelve forty two fifty and silver is below sixteen again great buying opportunity in silver down about ten cents at fifteen eighty seven so that's our market now our special today Wendy called me this morning we were talking about this I said let's have a when the cat's away the mice will play special because Joe's really kind of left us alone so it's five dollar liberty to three hundred and forty five dollars today. So that's eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll talk about that special on the flip side. Have a lucky day. We'll see you back on the other side of the break. Not bad for a bunch of kids, huh? Mama'd be real proud. And we're back on a lucky Friday. Lucky Friday. Boy, that is the, that's the trailer for the 1984 movie Red Dawn, one of my favorite movies. Quick story about that. When I was in college, my, I had a very liberal college professor, but I really liked him. He was a great teacher because he never brought his politics into the class. And so I was a sophomore in college. It was 1984-85. He showed us that movie one day, and he wanted he was trying to teach us about propaganda. Like, I learned that in high school. I already knew it. But I think his agenda was to try to show us the just the dripping propaganda. Every bumper sticker there is in the world is in that movie, okay? especially the one, you can have my gun when you pry for my cold, dead hands, and, and there it was, right there in the movie. So he's trying to show us this movie to try to, te- you know, go after this, the symbolism and the, and the propaganda. Well, it was after, it was a 7 o'clock class, and I got all my ROTC friends to come. I, you know, I'd been in the Army a couple years already. All my buddies came in, and we loved, we were hooping and hollering, and he was just sitting in the corner with a long face. It kind of backfired on it, but it was awesome. Uh, so getting back, uh, so the special today, uh, 
when the cat's away, the mice will play specials. You know, Joe's in West Virginia. He has no idea what we're up to, so we're, we're giving you a great special. $5 Liberty to $345. Um, they're on the website at $365, so you can save 20 bucks if you just call Wendy today and take care of this at 800-951-0592 and take advantage of that. You, if you were listening yesterday, we talked about the uh, Wizard of Oz and uh, the bimetallic standard of gold and silver. So now you can own your own part of the yellow brick road. Yesterday you could get your silver slippers, but today you can get your own part of the yellow brick road and just go for it. If you missed that show, you got to listen to it. Go to the podcast and listen to it. Um, uh, a guy had emailed me about this. Rick G., if you're listening, hey, man, thank you for the email. Loved it. Um, we're going to talk further offline, uh, and he's a really big fan of uh, history now, which is great, and that's awesome. Okay, so if you go to the website, uh, allamericangold.com, we've got a couple new things up there for your homework. Uh, there's a Crash Course U.S. History on the Great Depression. That's a really, really cool uh like 10, 15 minute, just intense thing on U.S. history on the on the Great Depression that we talked about yesterday. We're also going to talk some more about that Monday. And there's a Great Depression photo essay, just classic pictures from the Great Depression. Really need to take a look at. So go ahead and, and take a look at that. So uh, hopefully we have uh, Jason is with us today. Hopefully uh, he's he's going to give us a Colorado update and let us know what's going on there. And then we're going to play a little game show today with Jason. And uh, hopefully uh, Ramon can get in on this too jason are you there yeah i'm here I'm, I'm ready to go all right so can you give us a quick update on what's going on in colorado i know i called you yesterday man you sounded like you were really busy i said oh you're that proverbial one-legged man in the rear end kicking contest it sounds like you're very busy so tell us what's going on up in colorado what's going on with the uh, patriot up there in colorado we uh we have the same thing going on in arizona we have uh, customers coming in picking up product uh, July has just been hot uh, with customers. There were lots of buyers. Pe- people are jumping on it stiff. And uh, so at the radio station, uh, Brian and myself, along with Cody, we're trying to uh, pick up the slack where Michael will be, uh, in the future, be stepping away and retiring because he's, he's been with KHNC for a long time. Uh, today, when I get over there, I'm not there yet, but when I get over there, I'm going to be uh, training with Brian and Cody on the uh, system that that helps run the station there, and uh, I'm learning to run the boards with Cody and uh, try to help run the shows. It's, it's just been crazy. Well, that's great. Um, I know your streaming's back up. Can you tell us about that real quick? Yes. Uh, we had streaming down for a few weeks. Uh, it was connected with uh, another show that we had. We were getting free streaming with another show that we carry, and Somebody working uh, either for the server, for the company, or with that show quit their job, dropped our streaming. Um, we've been at a scrambling trying to figure out how to replace it, and we've got it up and running. Uh, Glenn, I think you, I think you remember uh, better the uh, where to go at the moment. We're, it's going to be changing in the near future, but we're, we're going to have a better stream. But I think uh, Glenn, you remember where, where to go? Yeah, for right now it's uh, shoutcast.com, shoutcast.com. I screwed it up in the last segment yesterday, but it's shoutcast.com, and then you search for the American Freedom Network, and that gets the streaming. Uh, I think eventually we're going to put a button on the Patriot site, and then eventually we'll have the button fixed on the KHNC site. So that's going to be really cool. Um, And I understand you have a new advertiser now. Is that correct? We have Grandpa's Gun and Pawn, Ninth Avenue in Longmont. Uh, He's uh, Rod Brandenburg has owned this shop since 1999. 
Uh, he's absolutely uh, fits perfectly for what we do, and our audience and our customers fit perfectly with what he does. And we've had him on the show a couple times, including Wednesday, and he's uh, he's outstanding. I've I've known Rod for a long time, and uh, he's he's going to be the first step in a in a whole bunch of advertisers and new shows and things that we plan on putting on KHNC. Awesome, that is great. That's that's great news. Positive things going on in Colorado. The front range. You guys are the outpost. You've got it going on out there. Colorado is where Red Dawn took place, right? Calumet City, wasn't it? Yeah, and I wanted to say something about Red Dawn. Uh, Red Dawn was the first PG-13 movie. The director, John Milius, probably the kind of guy you want to be making all of our movies. This guy is a, you know, don't don't take crap from anybody kind of guy, a, bit, you know, a man's man, very uh, much a lot of bravado. He also directed Conan the Barbarian, and uh, they wanted him to tone down the movie. They wanted John Milius to... To milk it down, it was it was too much. It was too much for uh, to, to have kids being shot up and 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 the Russians and and uh, the, the people from Central America coming up and attacking Americans. It was it was too scary for the American public. But John Milius wanted to give it to everybody. Hey, if this happens, you know, deal with it. Well, this is the movie I'm making. Yeah, I know this. The remake of it, it was supposed to be the Chinese attacking us, but I guess we can't anger our bankers, so they switch it to the North Koreans, which is just a great, you know, number one guy on the bad guy bus there for a while. So, isn't that what happened? Is that what you heard? Yeah, I, I saw that one once. It's been a while, but yeah, they had the EMP attack, knocking out the electricity. They they did a pretty good job. You had the the guy playing Thor. He was like the main, um, you know, he he was the uh, the veteran that had the the uh, the experience in the field. He took his brother and uh, the other kids from the school, and they. They did the same thing in the movie, and they did a pretty good job with the movie. I, I thought it was it was pretty decent for for a modern version. Cool. Okay. Well, the reason I have you on here is because we're having a, the game show today. Uh, Ramon, are you ready to start playing with us? I am indeed. All right. Cool. So here are the here are the rules, and there's no collusion here. No one knows anything about what quote I'm going to give. I just want there are no there are no Russians involved in this. There's uh well no comment. Senator Hillary Clinton and Obama are Russian, maybe, but no. Um, but anyway, no looking at cell phones to try to look these up, uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna go from there. That's what I have to tell my kids in class. You got to put those cell phones away. You can't can't cheat. Okay, so here are the rules. All right, I'm gonna give you, it's the same five responses on every question. Okay, so the people that could have possibly said these quotes are the first one's Hitler, the second one's Hillary Clinton, the third one's Obama. The fourth one's Donald Trump, and then the fifth response is none of the above, mystery person, and if you know who it is, you can say who it is. Okay, so everybody good on the rules? Not good. Yep. Okay. All right, good. Here, okay, here we go. So, uh, Cody, I'll, or excuse me, um, Ramon, I'll go with you first, and then Jason, I'll uh, ask you for your response. Okay, so here's the first quote. All right. The Republicans, okay, here we go. The Republicans walk the NRA line and refuse even limited restrictions. I support ban on assault weapons. So is that Hitler, Hillary Clinton, Obama, Donald Trump, or mystery person? Ramon? I'm going to say Obama. Okay, one for Obama. Jason, what do you think? I'm going to um, yeah, I think Obama too. I'm just going to go Hillary Clinton just to see if one of us can get okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, this this is where we disturb the comfortable because it is Donald Trump in his Donald book Trump. said that. Can, <laughs> Donald Trump, right? Okay, so what year was that? Right. I don't know. I just know that it's in I think that was last well, year. I, if I, I think I remember now, and I think that was last year. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. So here, here's our second quote. 
All right, so we're all good on, on the response here. Okay, look, the average Democrat voter is just plain stupid. They're easy to manipulate. That's the easy part. So is it Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, or a mystery person? What do you say? I'm going to say mystery uh, person. I don't know. Okay, mystery person. What do you think, Jason? Well, I'm going to say Hillary Clinton. Well, you are right, sir. It is Hillary Clinton. She said that. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah. Hey, the reason I answered that, I don't know that quote, but she is the one that says everybody, uh, that downpour here, the, the basket of deplorables. I, I'm just guessing she thinks everyone sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, she was talking about us when she said deplorables. Uh, these these yes, are her own I know. people. I, uh, LBJ I, said some really bad things for the Democrat Party when he was in office. I, I can't even say that on the radio, so we'll move on. It's almost <laughs> like the Papa John's. Uh, issue, if you know what I mean with that, okay? Um, immigration. Okay, here's the next question. Immigration. Give them a pass. You have to make it possible for them to succeed. Was it Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Trump, or mystery person? Hmm. I'll, go for, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I think that's Donald okay. Trump. All right, Donald Trump. All right. I'm going to say right. Hillary. Okay, Hillary. Well, it was Donald Trump, believe it or not. He's so tough on immigration now, but he did. I mean, th- there's there's nothing wrong with that, though. Give them a path. You have to make it possible for them to see. People so are allowed right to change way. their minds and their views. Absolutely. But you know what? I have no problem with that statement, because if you come here legally, good. That's the path. Good deal. Uh, no problem at all. That, that's great. Okay. Um, let's see. Here we go. Here's a good one. I think a marriage is as a marriage has always been between a man and a woman. Did Hitler say that? Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, or mystery person? Obama. Obama, okay. Jason, say, what do you think? I think Donald Trump said that. Donald Trump? Well, you're you're both wrong. Hillary said that. Oh, I guess that one. That's I right. Guess, I, I remember I that now. <laughs> yeah, I guess when she was pandering to the center there for a while, but if you have to, she had to go left. She definitely would want to distance herself from that comment. Well, it, I'm going to be fair. Now. You get to change your mind too, so. Yeah, well, I know. I know. And, and Ramon, when we were talking before the show today, you said, wouldn't it be great if we could go back and edit our comments? I bet, I bet people wish they could do that all the time. Man. Okay. I think, I if I remember right, that's an older quote by Hillary. She was saying that back when it was uh, not as fashionable to, you know, to have everybody use the same bathroom or that. I think she was, this was back in maybe 90s or early 2000s, I think, was when she said that. Exactly, exactly. Now, uh, I, and we don't want to leave our listeners out here. You know, if you're at home, Yell the answer at the radio, or if you're listening to the podcast, yell it out loud. We want you to do that. Remember, radio is theater of the mind, so you can participate. It's fun. Okay, here's a. This is a really good quote. In that case, I look like the guy from the Thor movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Joe says that he has a a body and a face for radio. I I do as well. Whatever picture you found for the podcast, that's a good one. So thank you. But you got me from the neck up, so you can't see the bottom. So that's good. Okay. So here's our next quote. Great liars are also great magicians. So is that Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, or mystery person? Great liars are also great magicians. Who said that? Ramon? I'm going to say mystery person because I'm not quite sure. Okay. Mystery. All right. Jason, what do you think? I think Adolf Hitler said that. You're correct. Adolf Hitler said that. Okay. All right. The next one. This one. Jason, if you were paying attention to me talking about guns last week, you you should probably get this one. Okay. If you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun. If there is ever a problem, walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts. Was it Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, or mystery person? 
I'm going to say that's a line from the movie Jackie Brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's good. That's oh, good. I know uh, who that was. That was Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mr. Joe Biden. And that quote came back to haunt him two weeks ago when we had the Annapolis shooting at the newspaper because a guy used a shotgun. Wow. And, uh, with, with, with Ramon saying that, all I can think of with Ramon saying that is I could see Jackie Brown and then Joe Biden bust through a door and start shooting people with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Joe Biden broke the Internet two weeks ago when all that came out. So, because uh, that Man, quote was viral. I am learning a lot here today. And also, I've got uh, none of them right so far, too. So this is exciting. It's, it's okay. It's okay because uh, it's not a problem. It's all right. Okay, that, so, that's what school's about. School's about learning. That's that's why you go to that's school. That's right, man. School's in. School's in. Okay, next quote. I want you to argue with them and get in their face. If they bring a knife to the fight, we bring a gun. Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, mystery person. Hillary. Hillary? Okay. What do you think, Jason? Boy, I'm going to say that it's probably none of the above. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say Trump. Okay, Trump. Well, it was Obama, believe it or not. Oh, man. I know. All right. It's halftime on a Friday, a fun Friday. We're, we're going to pick this up on the other side. This is great. So remember, 800-951-0592. We'll see you on the flip side. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. If you would like to better understand American political history of our times, I recommend a book by a history professor at St. Louis University, Donald Critchlow, called The Conservative Ascendancy, How the GOP Right Made Political History. This major work by a distinguished historian traces the growth of the conservative movement since World War II to become the dominant political force at the end of the 20th century. His book is a refreshing departure from the typical spin put on history by left-wing professors. Dr. Critchlow describes how a small, unorganized band of writers and equally unorganized grassroots activists launched a counteroffensive against the prevailing liberal economic and political order of the 1930s and 1940s and grew into a powerful force in American politics. In those early years, conventional wisdom considered New Deal liberalism and even socialism to be the wave of the future. Frederick Hayek's book, The Road to Serfdom, and Henry Hazlitt's book, Economics in One Lesson, started the conservative movement on the road to demanding limited government. Then the communist threat motivated the grassroots into direct political action. Small study groups were formed to educate U.S. citizens who were then prepared to rally for Barry Goldwater's campaign in 1964. Dr. Critchlow shows how Ronald Reagan's victories were based on a coalition of three groups, the fiscal conservatives who had backed Goldwater, the anti-communist activists, and the social conservatives who came into the political process in the campaigns against the Equal Rights Amendment and Roe v. Wade. Professor Critchlow's important book, 
should be essential reading in college courses in history and political science. His book is called Conservative Ascendancy, How the GOP Right Made Political History. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the best way to rekindle the spirit of Phyllis Schlafly and the grassroots movement she energized? In this digital age, patriots and pro-family Americans can find insight and inspiration on our website, phyllisschlafly.com. Then, share your own heart and mind on social media. So join us at phyllisschlafly.com and every weekday for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Back. It is a fun day Friday on the Patriot Radio News Hour. We've That's got... the cheesiest uh, game show music I could find as quickly as possible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm like, I, I did not send you that bump music. That's a theme yeah. to Tic Tac Doe, by the way. I nice, remember that nice. show. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got, oh. a, I got a funny, I got a funny story about that. Uh, when, when I was probably 17, 18 years old, I would watch Wheel of Fortune during the day, and then I would go over to my uh, to the friend's house. Uh, she was a girl, but she was my girlfriend. But it, I would go over to her house and we'd have dinner and we would watch Wheel of Fortune. Well, I knew every puzzle that there was before they did. And there would be one letter up there and I'd guess it. And this girl's father's like, you are so smart. And he'd look at the girl and said, you should marry this guy. He's brilliant. And I let this go all summer. And finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. I had to tell him, I said, look, I'm watching it in the morning. And the, and the guy was just heartbroken. He's like, oh, you're that, just on loan material. You're gone. Get out of my house. That is brilliant, by the way. That is absolutely yeah. brilliant. <laughs> so, so getting back to our game show. All right, so this is a long quote. If you if you know it, stop me. Okay, so let's, let's go. Okay, you go into these small towns in Pennsylvania, and like a lot of small towns in the Midwest, the jobs have been gone now for 25 years, and nothing's replaced them. And they, they fell through the Clinton and Bush administrations, and each successive administration has said that somehow these communities are going to regenerate, and they have not. And it's not surprising then that they get bitter. They cling to their guns or religion or antipathy toward people who aren't like them or anti-immigrant or anti-trade sentiment as a way to explain their frustrations. Is that Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, or mystery person? What do you think, Ramon? That is Obama, especially when he said uh, cling to their guns and their religion. Okay. Jason, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember for sure, but I, th- I thought it was Hillary Clinton talking about bitter clingers. Okay. She was deplorables, but um, she believes bitter clingers, too. We, you're, Ramon, you're right. It, it was Obama. I got one! I got I one. Know. Oh, I know. Man. Hey, Ramon, there, there are going to be great parting gifts today for you, so don't worry. Okay? Oh, I hope I get the steak <laughs> knives on that one. No, dude, you're getting the, your supply of toothpaste, okay? So. I need it. I need <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, our next quote. This is this is the, uh, the last official quote, then we go into the lightning round, okay? All right. Words build bridges into unexplored regions. Is that Hitler, Hillary, Obama, Donald Trump, or mystery person? Ramon, what do you think? Well, I'm going to say Hitler, just because I haven't said Hitler yet. Okay. Uh, Jason, what do you think? I don't know either. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Hitler also. Okay, well, you're both right. It's Hitler. It's Hitler. Mm. And you've noticed that... that 
two of these nine quotes that we've done, these are probably the most cerebral of all of them, if you think about it. <laughs> I mean, uh, so kind of not saying that he was, well, he, I guess he was smart enough Joseph, to become a dictator. Joseph but Goebbels, I don't Joseph know. Goebbels and propaganda, they had to learn how to fool an entire country, so they they had and, to come up with some very thoughtful uh, comments to, to, to fool the Germans. I know, I know. And, and I, I just want to tell you something. But the first year of college for me, I went on an art scholarship. I was, that's why I went to college with an art scholarship. Hitler, if he had received an art scholarship, he probably would have had a career as a mediocre painter. We never would have had all the just foolishness that he stirred up in Germany. And it's just funny how how fate deals you cards the way they do. And there and you know and now Hitler, some crackpot dictator because he didn't get his art scholarship. So it's got to be crazy. Kind of just a crazy world we live in. All right, now the I next saw, three, I, these I, are close. I just thought that for one moment. I, I, I saw a uh, museum or uh, an art aficionado. He had a collection of Hitler art, and he actually had three hand drawings of uh, three of the uh, of the dwarfs, uh, the, the seven dwarfs from Snow White, and he actually had, had drawn those based off the movie that had come out. And he, they were they were done by Hitler and it was signed by Hitler. Okay, so the next three quotes come off the wall in my room. I have a a, a wall of quotes in my in my room, and I please really, please really cool. please don't let them be Hitler quotes. Okay, I'm just going to oh, no. start off with that. <laughs> no, no, no. These Thank are, you. Good. These are all all good people here. Okay, uh, and I probably have fifty quotes on my wall, and they're just really neat ones. Okay, so the first one here. So none of them. They're none of the ones that we talked about before. They're they're. So you got to. These are going to be a stretch. Okay, the first one. It is better to eat than be eaten. Who do you think said that? It is better to eat than be eaten. That would be Jeff. That would be Jeff Goldblum in the first Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That, 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 that. Okay, a little. Go back. It's a Frenchman. How about that? Does that help any? You want to? Do you want to readjust your answer? Hmm. Better to. Oh, eat I can than think of eaten. Napoleon. Yeah, you looked that up on your phone while I had. Okay, yeah, yeah, it is Napoleon. Yeah, that's right, Napoleon. No, I didn't look it up. Okay. I have a flip phone, so I have no ability to use my smartphone for that. Uh, I have okay, a flip phone. Okay, flip phone, no problem. All right, the next one. I disagree with everything that you say, but I defend to the death your right to say it. So I can just tell you right now, spoiler: it's definitely not Hitler. Okay, so who do you think said that? I disagree with everything that you say, but I defend to the death your right to say it. Is that Any Thomas Paine? This is. Uh, close. I, what do you think? Mm, I don't have a flip phone, but I'm not going to reach over to my phone to look because I don't know. <laughs> okay. It it is attributed to Voltaire. It is attributed to Voltaire, and it found its way into our revolution thinking, you know, with the freedom of speech. It's, it's, it, there's no definite thing that Voltaire said that, but it's attributed to Voltaire, so that's where that comes from. Very good. Okay, now this is a this is a great one. Victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. Who said that? Victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. Who said that? This is someone that we we probably really like from the 1960s. Oh, hmm. uh, uh, John F. Kennedy. Yes, John F. Kennedy. Wow. John wow. F. Kennedy. You got it. Awesome. Awesome. You nailed that. One. I need That's to get a right. flip phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now now we're going to go into our, our lightning round. Okay, the, uh, this is, I pulled this internet off the internet. It said ten surprisingly inspirational quotes from evil people. We did the first one: words build bridges in unexplored regions. That's Hitler. Okay, here's the next one: 
He who stops being better stops being good. Who do you think said that? These are hard, so you want me to just tell you? Ooh. Yeah, let's let's hear He it. who stops being better stops being good. Okay, Oliver yeah. Cromwell. Oliver Cromwell. Okay. Uh, okay. Um this, this here's a good one. It takes less courage to criticize the decisions of others than to stand by your own. And this guy was a military dictator. He was doing it upright. Um, close. A little bit uh, Mussolini? before him. And before him. Oh, the, the, the Gobi Kaiser? Desert. No, Attila the Hun. Oh, Attila the Hun. Yeah. Now, these are hard. Okay. All right. Here's another good one. And we've already talked about this person. Impossible is a word found only in the dictionary of fools. Oh, well, we're we're on our next break. By gosh, time's flying today. We'll pick this up again on the next on the next segment. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Oh, Ramon, that is like the best guitar riff there is. Um, that's the Brothers Johnson, uh, probably from the 60s. And uh, I, I use that when I work out in the morning. That gets me 10 extra push-ups, I think, at the gym t- just to that song. It's awesome. So we're back on a fun day Friday. We're, time is flying. They say time flies when you're having fun, and we are rolling through this show today. Now, remember, the special is the $5 Liberties at $345, and that's $20 off the the uh, online price at 365 so call Wendy at 800-951-0592 if you want to get in on, get in on that and once again you can own your part of the yellow brick road because yesterday we were talking about the Wizard of Oz and our special today is called when the cat's away the mice will play we haven't heard from Joe hardly at all so I'm sure he's having a great time and we're just going to do what we want right Jason absolutely and by the way on that gold deal that $345 on those uh, $5 gold pieces, an absolute steal. Just, I mean, if you're on the on the fence wanting to buy or not buy, just, just jump in. Jump in. It's always good to pay yourself first, save some money, and put it in gold. That's right. And, uh, and looking at the gold price today, it's down $4.30, so good day to buy. There's no doubt about that. So we're, we're doing our quotes here. Uh, we talked about this guy before. Impossible is a word found only in the Dictionary of Fools. What do you think, Ramon? Any idea on that one? Now, we've, we've talked, talked about, about him before, guy. huh? Yep, we have, we have. We've mentioned him today. And it's not it's not the five that we started off with. It's, it's one of the more recent ones. Hmm. Impossible is a word found only in the Dictionary of Fools. Well, I must have a foolish dictionary because I can't think of it. I'm going to guess Kennedy again. No, that it's a good quote, but Napoleon said that. Oh. Ah, oh, Napoleon. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Okay, all right. Uh, now, now we're all right. Let me get you into the right. Uh, this is sixties, uh, seventies time frame. I'll say here: the real strong have no need to prove it to the phonies. And this is a really bad guy. A really bad guy. Think serial killer. Say that one again. Say that one one more time. The real strong have no need to prove it to the phonies. Charles Manson. Ah, you got it. Awesome. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Fantastic. 
Yeah, wow. Ramon, that's great. Oh my gosh! The only reason you why were, I, hey, Ramon, you were worried about Hitler. Holy cow! You you nailed that Manson one. Well, the only reason why I, I know of Manson is because uh, my hometown has the honor of him dying there in Bakersfield, California. So uh, uh, that's the only reason why. Yeah, well, and that yeah, doesn't well, that doesn't look good on a T-shirt, by the way. At the uh, no, you know. no, not at all. <laughs> all right, uh, next quote. <laughs> I, I believe in one thing only: the power of human will. I believe in one thing only: the power of human will. Somebody's already mentioned this guy today. Uh, think World War Two. He's he was an ally. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be. Stalin. I believe in. Yeah, Joseph Stalin. Exactly. Very yeah. good. Uh, who also oh, did? The, who also died in Bakersfield? By the way, I just want to mention that as well. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, so this next one, this is another whack job. Uh, this gets us a really uh, interesting word in the American lexicon. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. A man's got to make at least one bet a day, else he could be walking around lucky and never know it. Think mass suicide. Oh, the oh, Kool-Aid guy. Yeah, uh, that's right, Kool-Aid guy. Who? Jim Jones, that's right. That's Jim it. The, the, word, the word in the American lexicon now is Kool-Aid drinker. Yeah. So if you're a Republican Kool-Aid drinker or a Democrat Kool-Aid drinker, that's where it comes from. And you, you just, just one of those things you just got to know. And, and what's really weird is uh, Dover Air Force Base is about 40 minutes from my house. They flew all those suicide victims into Dover Air Force Base to the mortuary there. That's where they bring the soldiers <clears> in from overseas. And what was it, like six, 700 people? I mean, it was a load of people. What a mess, okay? It, it, by the it, way, it, for it, anybody it, who's listening that doesn't know who Jim Jones is, as, as far as if you were making a list of the most evil men in history, he's probably he may could be number one. He's worse than Hitler. He's worse than, than all those guys because he used religion to control these people. And I mean, I won't get far into the details. It was horrible what happened. Well, I mean, it was horrible. If you ever hear any of the audio audio recordings of what happened there. It's it's disgusting. It's the worst thing you've ever you'll ever hear. I remember as a kid watching a miniseries or something like that about that. Do you do you guys recall that at all? There's been a lot a lot of shows done on Jim Jones. Yep. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff on the History Channel about him. Yeah. All right, our next guy also a, a whack bird serial killer. Countless millions who have walked this earth before us have gone through this. So this is just an experience we all share. Think uh, think serial killer once again. Ted Bundy. Yeah, that nailed it. Good job. That's great. <laughs> he was considered. Oh, he was awesome. considered. Uh, he was considered scholarly, and uh, I think didn't he go to college too? I mean, he was pretty a uh, smart dude. Yeah, this that was a quote from his uh, final interview before his execution. I'm a little worried that we know more about the serial killers than about the history part. When when the news reports this stuff more heavily than the good things going on in the world, that's why you remember that stuff. Absolutely, they, they'll hit you with that. Yeah, this is supposed to be Fun Day Friday. What am I doing here, huh? Bringing us down, man. Uh, I know, man. Buzzkill. At least most of these guys are dead, though. You know what? Most of these guys are dead. At least we're not dealing with a lot of these guys anymore. (laughs) Yeah, well, this this guy's dead, too, and his own people did it to him. Uh, World War II dictator. Better to live a day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. Hmm. That's Mussolini. That's right. That's right. Mussolini. (laughs) All right. Now, the next one... That's a good saying. It's hard to it's hard not to believe a little bit in that. I I, I would it's it's tough to say with guys like that that you kind of believe what they're saying. But that's that's one of those that's hard for a guy to to not want to uh, take to heart. Uh, it's like the Napoleon quote: "It's better to eat than be eaten." So uh, absolutely. All right. The next 
Next one is uh, another uh, okay, uh, African dictator here. So don't drink it. And he's giving health advice. Don't drink it all. Don't smoke. You must exercise and eat vegetables and, and fruit. Now, this person has the famous currency that you just add zeros to. That should help. Oh, I forgot his name. Zimbabwe. Do you know the country? You know, yeah, Zimbabwe, I right? Uh, I, Robert I Mugabe. forgot his name. Robert Mugabe. Oh, my God. Uh, another segment ending. This is crazy. All right, so we'll come back in on the ne- on the next segment. We're, we're coming in the final segment, and uh, we'll, we'll talk some more about these quotes, and we, and we have to actually get to some regular news. So 800-951-0592. We're almost done on Fun Day Friday. That song takes me back to college, Never Say Never by Romeo Boyd. That's just a great, great song. Um, now, the Ray Dalio uh, article up, because I wanted to cover that today, but there's no way we're getting to that. That's actually some hard news that people should see about universal basic income. You can go to zerohedge.com and take a look. It's a Ray Dalio article on universal basic income. That's one of Joe's go-to guys, and I really wanted to get to that. That's okay. Um we're having fun today, so we're just going to keep rolling with the fun stuff because it's fun day Friday and it's it's lucky day Friday, and, and then the cats away, the the mice will play special today. And I was on Eric's Facebook page last night, and he has the funniest comments. He goes to my Facebook friends, "I'm 708 months old, and my creditors have given me 700 months more," which is hilarious, absolutely hilarious. I mean, they just roll <laughs> off his lips. When he was on the show, I, I tell you. He should be a stand-up comedian because it's just so natural for him. I, I envy how how smooth he is when he, when he was on the radio. All right, so have you guys been watching the World Cup at all? No, I have not. Okay, well, there's there's an article here on Zero Hedge. It, it says you know how much gold is actually in the the FIFA Cup trophy, and uh, so the FIFA World Cup trophy stands at. 36.8 centimeters tall with a base diameter of 12.5 centimeters. Overall, it weighs 6,175 grams. That's 13.61 pounds. has a gold content of 10.86 pounds of 18-karat gold. Okay, and uh, given that it's 18-karat gold, meaning 18 parts gold to 6 parts other metals, um, there are 3,695 grams. 118.8 troy ounces of pure gold within the trophy. Okay, so it's it's valued at about $150,000 of, of gold that's in that trophy. And some of the comments in this article were cracking me up. It said, I hope Zimbabwe doesn't win the trophy because you'll never see it again. Right? Or uh, <laughs> Venezuela, right? And then uh, one of the comments was, question, how much gold is in the FIFA uh, trophy? And then the answer was, well, more than Fort Knox, which is hilarious. So that, that's pretty good. <laughs> is that Absolutely one of those cups great. where they get to keep it, or they have to like circulate yeah. it around? Yeah, I think they get to get to keep it. It's kind of like the Stanley Cup. The Washington Nationals have it right now, and that thing's just like all over DC. Every it's everywhere. Those guys are just having a ball showing it off. So that, that that's pretty cool. Um, it's since the U.S. isn't in it this year, I don't think many people are watching, unless you're a diehard soccer fan, or excuse me, as they say, football. So. So my just, mind, uh, goes, my back. mind goes straight to the fact that maybe that that cup isn't what it seems. <laughs> With that much gold floating around, there's there's got to be a lot of mistrust. There's somebody uh, to to 
make a brass version or something that's gold plated. Yeah, well, one, uh, one of the comments on there, one of the comments on there too was, I, I bet it has tungsten in the middle of it, kind of like those fake gold bars that were out there for a while. That's right, tungsten. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so just to hit our special one last time, we have five dollar liberties at three hundred forty-five dollars. That's twenty dollars off the online price on uh, on the on the uh, website. So you have to call Wendy to get that. You got to call her eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, remember, we have two new things up on the website for your homework today, Crash Course U.S. History on the Great Depression and Great Depression Photo Essay. Jason, next week I've got a special thing for you, buddy. I'm putting up a clip for Andrew Jackson, a uh, great audio clip. Awesome. All right, sounds like all for today. Happy, happy Friday. Lucky Friday the 13th. It's only going to be good for you. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. See you guys. Thanks for playing today. It was fun.